This is day four of the Figure It Out eight-day mini course. We're airing right here on the Happen to Your Career podcast in audio form so that you can begin figuring out your personal answer to what creates your ideal career. If you haven't already listened to the other episodes, the first parts of the eight-day mini course, I want you to go back a couple episodes in your podcast feed and begin with the episode that says introduction to the eight-day figure it out mini course. This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that's unapologetically you, and then go get it. If you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. In the last lesson, we talked about how most people miss the simple logic that you have to know where you're going to be able to figure out how to get there much more easily. Well, turns out this applies to more than just the job you have or the business that you run. It applies to your entire life. (laughs) For that matter, just try and separate out your work from the rest of your life. You can't. You can't. The people that you spend the most time with or don't spend the most time with, or often influence your work, your personal growth as a person, where you physically spend your time, even the amount of money that you earn, all are impacted by your career. For this reason, it's incredibly important for you to understand not just what you want in your work, but also what you want in every other area of your life. And guess what? Anything that you want in your life isn't just going to happen by accident. I think you already know that part of you being happy in your work means that you are carefully and intentionally identifying what you want your life to look like. This is the opposite approach that 99% of the world takes, though. Most people look at what they think their options are and what's available to them, and then they try to make the best of those. They make their own barriers and own limits by not actually even giving consideration to what they really want. Instead, they focus on what is probable. Do you see the difference? If, if I think about just what is probable, I'm eliminating many, many, many options that could be good for me. So this unintentional limitation of yourself in that way will also unintentionally limit your happiness. Crazy, right? They're, they have a tendency to be linked hand in hand. So I want you to stop doing that right now. Just stop it. I'm kidding. I'm going to help you figure out how to stop it here as we go along. But instead, here's what I want you to do. I want you to attempt to define your life. It will be hard, but almost everything is the first couple of times that you try and do it, right? Okay. I want you to spend some time defining what each area of your life can look like and really what you want. Now, behind the scenes in our programs and when we work with people through our coaching team, then one of the things that we use is a tool that we created. And this tool is called an ideal career profile. Okay. Now it might sound really complex, or maybe it sounds like a big, long assessment that pops out something on the other end. That's not actually at all what it is. Instead, a ideal career profile is exactly what it sounds like. It is a profile of your ideal career. And if we really break it down into what's much more simplistic, then It is you taking the time to define and break apart the areas of your life 
that are most important to you and your work as well, and then define what you want and need most in each one of those areas. Now, the thing that we find is that, uh, much like we said in the lesson uh, day three, right before this, it's really difficult to answer the question what you want, right? Especially if you're just asking it as a whole, it's way too big of a question. So instead, part of the way that we handle this is that by breaking it down into smaller areas, and then it becomes much more possible, much more feasible to be able to answer that. For example, if I say, what's most important to you about the relationships that you build or the people that you spend your time around? Who are those people? What do you want them to be like? And if I know the answer to that, then guess what? It becomes much, much easier to have some clues as to where to look for it. Okay. So that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to break it down your life into five main areas, environment, financial, family, and social, personal development and growth, and then also wellness or physical fitness or health. Um, I prefer to look at it as wellness, but you can call it anything that you like. Okay. So we've got these five different areas. I want you to define what is it that you need. This exercise is vital. I want you to be honest. I want you to be thorough. Sometimes people find this really, really easy to be able to go through and just simply list it out in bullet points or in paragraphs. I want you to choose what's going to work for you. Don't do, don't worry so much about format. Instead, it's more important that you get it down because getting it down allows you to be able to really think through it and be able to prioritize it, which is really the goal here. It gives you a place to start. And much like all the other exercises that I've given you, all the other tasks that I've given you over the last three days, now day four, then it is going to give you clues as to where to begin looking. It's not going to be your magic bullet. When we start putting all of these things together, it becomes more clear so that you can then have next steps. However, none of these individually are going to immediately solve all your problems. Absolutely not. Okay. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to walk through each of these five areas. Now I'm going to go over some examples of each of these five areas here for the next few minutes and help you understand what I mean when I say environment. What do I mean when I say relationships or family or social? Uh, What do I mean when I say personal development or growth? And then you can take each one of these categories and be able to begin to determine what is most important to you in this area. The other thing, here's a, here's a hint. (laughs) One of the ways that we do this behind the scenes is we'll actually break it down even further. We'll break it down into what are your minimums? What do you, what you must you have in order to be happy on a, on a regular basis? Or what must you have in the case of finances to be able to, you know, pay you pay your bills and and uh, meet your savings goals and everything else that goes along with it? Those are your minimums. And the other way that we look at it is what are your ideals? Sometimes that's even another way to break it down even further to begin to answer these really complex questions. Okay, so let's go for each one of these categories. And what you can do is you can always get you get out a piece of paper or open up Evernote or open up a Google Doc, whatever's going to work for you. Again, format, uh, the modality really doesn't matter here. Just open something up. And then from there, I'm going to go through each one and you can begin to pause it even if you want and begin to answer or list for each area what's most important to you or what is important to you if you don't yet know what's most important. Okay. The other thing that I'll say too, is that 
If you want this in a non-audio form, you can actually go to figureitout.co. That's figureitout.co and put in your name and put in your email and we'll actually send it to you in email form, not just this exercise, but all eight days for you. That way you can have it all directly to your email box. That'll also get you plenty of other resources and access to everything that we do at Happen to Your Career via our email list. Okay, so on that note, category number one is environment. When I say environment, I'm not just talking about, you know, where in the world do you want to live? I'm not just talking about, you know, what's the actual physical environment that you thrive in, although those are those are important too. But I'm also talking about things like, hey, what kind of neighborhood is important to you? Or if we're talking about from the work standpoint, what kind of culture do you thrive in? What is it about that culture that you need and want most? What is your ideal area to live in? So for me, I knew that I wanted to be close to water. That's part of the reason why I live in Moses Lake, Washington, which most people have never heard of. And that's actually okay. Surprisingly, it has some of the world's fastest internet. Crazy, right? In little old Moses Lake. Um, also, it gets me really close to the lake, which I love, my family loves. And there's quite a bit else here that also fits my ideal environment. However, it's not about me. It's about you. What kind of environment do you thrive in in every sense of the word? Some other examples are things like I have to have light. I have to have light exposure. If I don't, I go kind of crazy. I get grumpy. It's not a good thing. So even where I'm coming to you from right now, the studio that I'm recording this in actually has this huge set of windows right next to it so that I have ongoing light exposure. It's a big deal for me. But whatever those things are that are a big deal for you, that's what we want to put here. That's what we want to find out, especially as it relates to environment. Okay, next one is financial. And we're not just talking about what are the dollar dollar bills, y'all, that you need to make. Instead, you know, what kind of income do you need to support yourself, your family? What financial goals do you have for your future? And what amount of money do you need to be able to meet those? What does that look like for you? You know, this could be debt payoff. This could be other goals that you have that will cost money in some fashion or another. For me personally, part of this is business expansion. Uh, part of this is some other things that uh, I have uh, as projects. Uh, but you have to figure out what this is for you, what's most important to you here. Another way that we look at this, this is a behind the scenes hack, something that often I will ask of coaching clients is you want to back your way into this. This is, this is more of an advanced version. And when I say back your way into this number, if you will, if you want to look at it from a numeric standpoint, if you know the other things that are most important to you for your other goals, you can actually begin to really add that up, what that'll take to create that type of lifestyle for you. That will allow you to then back your way into the numbers itself for what you really actually need in order to achieve that. Sometimes that ends up being a scary number. Other times uh, for people, they realize how what they want is actually way more achievable than what they already realize. But now they have actual hard numbers in front of them. Okay, either way, I want you to begin figuring out what do you want for the financial side? What does that look like for you? What do you need? If it makes it easier to break it into minimums and ideals, that works too. Okay, the relationship side. This is family, this is social, this is work relationships, all of those pieces. 
If family is really important to you, then certainly we're talking about that and you know, friends as well. What does that look like? However, there may be other sides of it too, as I mentioned. Who are the types of people that you want to spend your time with and around at work? Because if I know those types of people, I can begin to understand how to find them. Okay, area number four, personal development and growth. What do you want to focus on personally? What do you need in order to feel like you're growing and learning on an ongoing basis? We all as human beings need to feel like we're growing. That's something that actually helps us maintain any kind of level of happiness. And just to be clear here, and you can really dive into into the research, uh, we've got a variety of articles on our site that pull from the research, but also link up to our our personal set of uh, personal set of ongoing uh, research. But one thing that we've learned from that is happiness is not a destination. So we prefer to look at it as how do you do the things internally that set yourself up to be more happy more often and place yourself in a state of happiness more often, more frequently. There's also things that you can do externally that allow you to be more happy more often. As it turns out, personal growth and development can actually be either. It can be both. But what are those things that you need to be able to make that happen? Because we do know that human beings on the whole to have any kind of more frequent happiness do need to be feeling like they are growing. Okay. So what areas do you want to learn and grow in? How will you do so? Uh, does this mean books? Does this mean events? Does this mean courses? Does this mean coaching? Does this mean exposing yourself to new and different things? And if so, what types of areas are there? Or for you, does it matter as much about the area? Is it more about just that continued exposure? Or for some people, it's more about a particular level of challenge. I want you to begin asking yourself these questions because it can really help you pare down what it is for you. Everybody's a little bit different in this area in terms of what they want and what they need for personal development and growth. Okay. So the funny thing about this, I always crack up about this a little bit, is that at that whole want versus need piece, you, you must have some areas that are outside your comfort zone on a regular basis to be growing. That may conflict with what it seems like you want. So there is that uh, amount of friction that has a tendency to go on with human beings too. The key here, the way to think about it is you don't want to be in so much transition, turmoil, discomfort, whatever else that it's causing continual, really intense types of bad stress. Instead, you want to be outside your comfort zone but not so far outside that the challenge is insurmountable. That is where there is the tendency to have the sweet spot. If you're not being challenged, then you fall into a lower sector where you get bored or it doesn't feel fulfilling or it's not causing any type of work that's going to amount to making yourself more happy more often. Okay, so we've got that other way to think about it and that friction that can go along with it. The last category is that category of wellness or physical fitness or health. What do you need and what do you want there? Because (laughs) your work is going to have an impact on this. It just, it will. It's really difficult to be able to separate this out. So this could be things like what type of fitness program do you want to have? What kind of exercise do you want to do? It can be things like that. 
Uh, what do you want those to look like? How much energy do you want to have? I have this personal goal where I want to be at 80 years old, still able to run up the stairs with my grandkids, or maybe even, I don't know if that might be great grandkids. I'm not exactly sure what that's going to be at this point in time, but I want to be able to do that still at 80 years old. That drives a whole bunch of what I do and don't do in physical fitness and health. Okay. All right. We've covered these five different areas. Ask yourself these questions, write it down, keep it, maybe even let it sit for a day, come back, look at it. You'll have more insights to you. Part of this is not just about doing the work right away. Part of it is being able to get the results for the work. Sometimes maybe letting it set and coming back to it. Don't worry if you aren't sure how they connect to your career quite yet. We're actually going to continue to tie this together as we go. And remember that none of these on any individual piece is going to be the magic bullet. Okay. Tomorrow on Happen to Your Career, we have day five. Day five is all about breaking down the psychology and leveraging it to your advantage for how to get to where you want to go. And even the places that maybe even scare you a little bit or you feel like are wildly unrealistic. More on that tomorrow right here on Happen to Your Career. Come back for day five of the Figure It Out eight-day mini course. Hey, by the way, we actually have Career Change Boot Camp, the program that our coaches work with, people just like you. We have that program, uh, which is also, by the way, where all of these samples of exercises that we do uh, with people behind the scenes it's where all these are actually from. We have that program, Career Change Bootcamp, which helps people all over the world be able to understand what they really want and need and then make it tangible in their world. That opens up tomorrow. Tomorrow, right here, uh, happened to your career. Uh, and if that's something you're interested in, then drop me an email, put CCB in the subject line, CCB as in Career Change Bootcamp, and we'll help you figure out, is that program right for you? You can also always find about it on our website, happentoyourcareer.com, and we can help you figure out if that really is truly right for you. But if you want more support and you're trying to figure out the very best way to help you make it happen for what you want most in your life, then guess what? That's what we do every day. It's what we love to do. And it's absolutely what we can help you with too. All right. We'll see you tomorrow for day five of the Figure It Out eight-day mini course. I am out. Adios. Adios.